John 3.16 that we heard are some of the most uh, famous uh, words in our scriptures. For God so loves the world that God gave God's only Son, that whoever would believe in the Son would not die but have eternal life. And this is, in many ways, if we were to summarize all the height and breadth and depth of the good news of Jesus into one verse, this would be a good verse to pick. For God so loves the world. And there are times when this can be hard to believe, perhaps, when things might seem like they're not the kind of place that God would love. Or we ourselves can sometimes feel like that, can feel like we don't deserve God's love. Sometimes I know I feel that, and sometimes I know perhaps all of us in different ways can feel that. But the Bible tells us it doesn't matter what we have done, it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from, it doesn't matter because God so loves the world, the world and everyone and everything in it. God loves you and me, God loves the world, so much so that God gave God's only Son so that whoever would believe in the Son would not die, but have eternal life. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the Son the world might be saved. This is what God wants to do, and this is why God sends us Jesus. Not to condemn the world, not to judge us, not to condemn us, but to save us, to set us free, to give us new chances Uh, to follow God and to share God's love, and to join with God in God's ongoing work of saving the world, of putting the broken back together, of helping uh, one another, of seeking God's love and compassion and hope in everything we do. And so I believe that the story does not end there, but continues because we are described in the Bible as being the body of Christ. We are like Jesus' hands and feet, Jesus' eyes and ears, Jesus' mouth. We are the body of Christ, which means that the work of Jesus is our work too, in our own way. And so if God so loves the world to give God's only Son, then I think that we are called to so love the world that we would give ourselves. We would give our time. We would give our attention. We would give our care that we would so love the world that in everything we do, we would show that love. And so that can look like really, really big things and can look like very small things. And whether big or whether small, every act of love for the world is beautiful and precious and holy. And it's what we are called to do. So sometimes that can look like sitting next to someone that you uh, maybe don't know very well and getting to know a bit of their story giving them an opportunity to share what's on their heart and to build a connection and a friendship. That's a way of showing how much you love the world. Sometimes it's sharing stories with uh, the people in your lives about what you've experienced, passing on what you've received and gathered in your life. Sometimes it's saying thank you 
Thank you for good food and coffee and chocolate chip squares like we've enjoyed today. Sometimes it's uh, saying thank you to God for all of the great things of life, like the beautiful day that we get to enjoy today. There are many ways to show how much we love the world. And this is, I believe, our task. Every day, every one of us, this is our task. To so love the world that we would give ourselves for it, just as God has given God's own self for the world in Jesus. That the world might be saved, that it might be made a different kind of place, kinder and gentler, more compassionate and more forgiving. And this is difficult work. It can be hard to love the world as much as God loves the world. We're not always up to that task. And so we believe that God does not condemn the world, but God forgives us. God wants to set us free. God wants to give us another chance. And so when we make mistakes, when we aren't as loving as God would have us be, God says that that's okay. God forgives us, and God gives us another chance to try again. Each day, another chance to love the world just as much as God loves the world. We're told that this is uh, the way that Jesus shows us, not just in what he teaches us, but also what he accomplishes for us, that he descends from heaven and is born a little baby, grows up doing all the things that kids do, becomes an adult, and in his adulthood uh, begins to gather people to follow him, teaching them his way of love and justice. And in the fullness of time, the one who uh, came down from heaven must be lifted up, John 3 tells us, lifted up onto the cross where Jesus dies for us, showing us just how much God loves us, that God loves us enough that God would die for us on the cross. And then, must be lifted up again from the cross and from death into new life, born again, and Jesus, in rising to new life, promises this new life for the whole creation, for all the world that God so loves. And that means you, and that means me too. That God so loves us, and that we are invited to join God in this pattern of rising to new life, of being joined with Christ in his death, and joined with Christ in his resurrection. And so each day, just as God so loved the world to give us Jesus, God so loves the world to give us the promise of new life, hope, deeper than our every fear, a hope that can be with us no matter what. That's how much God loves us, how much God loves the world. And so, my friends in Christ, my prayer for us this day and every day would be that we would learn to love the world as much as God loves the world. We would share that love, each of us, every day in the ways that we can, that we would seek to be kinder, more forgiving, more patient, more loving, and that in everything we do and in everything of who we are, that we would remember that God so loves the world that God gave God's only Son so that everyone who trusts in the Son would not die but have eternal life. This is what we believe, that through the Son, the whole world will be saved, and that includes you and that includes me. And so, in the name of Jesus Christ, God's love for the world, we say, Amen.
And thanks be to God.